What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Vladimir Jean Philippe with another episode of Guys of the Roundtable. On this show, it seems I like to talk about relationships a lot. And I'll be honest, I do. I like talking about relationships because for me, I've come to uh, an epiphany lately that a lot of us have a very, very immature way of looking at relationships. What do I mean by this? Well, it seems to me, and this is just from years of observation and some personal anecdotes in there as well, but for the most part, years of observations have led me to believe that we as individuals have come to look at relationships as more of a possession than it is a symbiotic relationship, right? It's a working partnership. And this notion or this idea of the other individual being our possession has led us to look at relationships in a very immature way. Like, I I believe we have the emotional capacity of like a five-year-old when it comes to relationships. And I say this because if you look at relationships and the functionality of it, it really is a possessive thing. We treat the other as property more than person. We look at our partners as, that's my partner, that's my girlfriend. That's my boyfriend, or that's my husband, or that's my wife. Very possessive if you like really think about it. It's gimme, 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 gimme. It's mine, 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 mine. It's not the way we're supposed to look at relationships, in my opinion, now. And I say now because I'm starting to look at relationships for what it is. And it's just two people who, who consensually agree to mutually be part of a relationship, right? It's two people coming together to just function as one, essentially. But yet, we tend to look at relationship as personal, meaning you have to satisfy my needs or I'm gone. It's damn your feelings. But if my needs and my feelings are hurt or broken or not met, then I have every right to want to leave. And I've been thinking about this lately. And it's like, is that a fair way to look, actually look at a relationship? Because if you think about it, we treat everybody we're in a relationship this way. So I've naturally come to the conclusion that we as individuals are very narcissistic and selfish in the way we function in relationships. It's like, I want to do this, so I'm going to do this, damn be the other person. We rarely ever take our partner's feelings, thoughts, and concerns into anything we do. I'm looking around on YouTube and I'm seeing the Red Pill Nation, the MGTOW boys, Better Bachelors. Now, um, Kevin Samuels is on the rise or been on the rise. I'm just privy to him now. But it seems like they're always giving relationship advice. And it seems to me the advice that they're giving, although with good intent, seem to be coming from a very selfish and emotional point of view. What do I mean by this? Well, I've looked at a couple of uh, Kevin Samuels videos, and though the man makes a good point and he rationalizes and he reasons his arguments very well, when you really listen to him, a lot of the arguments that he makes come from an emotional state. But yet, in his videos, he's talking about men being too emotional and not being able to handle their feelings or being in their feelings when they talk about certain things, right? And I, I listened to his um, his channel on YouTube, and, you know, it, some of it makes sense. A lot of it makes sense, actually. But I've learned that a lot of the advice he's giving, he's being, I don't want to say hypocritical, but he's kind of being hypocritical, right? He's telling other men not to be emotional, not to be in their feelings and whatnot. But yet, when people call into his show and talk to him, his mannerism 
or impatient and counterintuitive to what he's talking about. He talks a lot from an emotional state. He lets things get to him a little bit emotionally, right? He has, he may not agree to it, but I've you know I'm looking at his body behavior, his his mannerisms, and his speech, and it's like his image is carefully branded and crafted, and he's taking the steps and measurements to just kind of protect that image and that brand, and that's okay. You know I'm not clowning the dude because I don't know him personally to have any beef with him. In fact, I enjoy listening to him speak because he tells the truth, no filter. He's blunt about his truth, which is fine. People need to hear the blunt truth, and people really do. <laughs> need to accept the blunt. But it seems to me that, you know, it's a little hypocritical to tell somebody to not come from an emotional standpoint, but yet your responses and your mannerisms and your behavior and your patience level is not that of an immersion. An emotionally sound person should be. That's just my viewpoint on that. And that's just my opinion on it. But he's giving guys advice to, and I, I don't know what the modern dating world is because I am i haven't been single for like, what, the last four and a half years, four and a half, five years, I guess, right? I'm in a happy relationship. I have no issues. So I don't know what the dating world is like out there, but I've heard the horror stories of the dating world. I've heard the stories. So it's not like I'm like blind to it or I'm not privy to it. I've heard the stories. I haven't experienced it personally, but I've, you know, you can witness. You listen. I listen and learn. That's what I like to do. So, you know, I'm hearing these horror stories and a lot of it sounds like emotionally jaded men and women. But mostly we're talking about men uh, right now is that a lot of them are emotionally jaded. So because they got their heart broken and because, you know, their relationships didn't uh, pan out the way they wanted it to be, they turned to the he-man woman hater club thing. And as I'm like listening to these guys give advice of like staying single, focus on yourself, you know, be uber successful, be the best version of yourself that you can be. And then you'll attract any woman that you want, which by in part is true, right? The more you work on yourself, the more you focus on yourself, the more successful you become. Yeah, the better quality woman you'll attract. Because on the flip side, women are looking for quality, attractive men. But to degrade women into a section of where they're just useful for their body bits that to me kind of like it kind of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do now unless you're trying to be a hyper sexually active man sure i guess kudos to you but if you're trying to find a relationship a stable relationship at that or if you're trying to build something for the future i don't think that's the correct way to go and therefore, that's why I think a lot of these men out here are getting bad advice. Yes, work on yourself. Yes, make yourself uber successful. Be the best version of yourself that you can be. But here's the thing. You have to be you. And you have to be willing to accept the things that you attract. Or the people or the women that you attract, right? It's not, all right, I'm going to go hit the gym and become super buff and super successful so I can get the hottest chick and bang the hottest chick. Then what? What's the next step after that? You've banged the hottest chick you can find. Then you're going to bang the next hottest chick. Next thing you know, you're going through a whole carousel of banging hot chicks, and yet you're going home empty to an empty house to your belongings and your possessions. At some point, those things don't satisfy you anymore. At some point, you're going to look for love. At some point, you're going to want to find a partner in life to do things with, to experience things with. And you being an a-hole is not going to attract the right woman. It's going to attract a woman, but not the right woman. And it's not going to be the one that you want. Again, 
I have no issues with focusing on yourself, cleaning up your room, you know, listening to Jordan Peterson, Kevin Samuels of the world. I don't, none of those things, like, it's okay. But here's the part where I diverge from their thinking or their line of thinking. And it just might be me being in a relationship for the longest time. But in order to actively function in a relationship, you yourself have to know how to function as a person in society. If you are an a-hole and people don't like you, you're not going to get the right woman. Again, you'll find a woman, but you won't find the right woman for you. And therefore, your cycle of self-abuse continues. You're just going to be sleeping around and then you're just going to be no better than the women that you claim to be promiscuous. I throw you in that same boat, you know? So, you know, if you want to get something out of life, yes, you have to work hard. You have to put your due diligence in and you have to focus on that. But at the same time, you have to understand who the hell you are as a human being, as a person, as a man. You have to understand what it is that you're looking for in a sexual partner, in a partner. Because eventually, the sex is going to die out and you just want a partner. Sex is cool and all. It really is. But having somebody there for you to have your back when you're, you're, when you're at your lowest is a feeling that is priceless. Having somebody there to build you up, trying to push you to become a better person than you already are, is a very priceless feeling. So. To to be this alpha male, you know, bravado, chest out, I can get whatever woman I want kind of bravado. Listen, bro, the reason why successful men end up with the hottest chicks is because they're confident. That's the only underlying thing. Because when you're uber successful, nobody can tell you nothing. You have this confidence about you. You have this bravado about you that attracts certain women or most women. And that's all it does. It just attracts. Now, what you, what you do to relationship build and to progress that relationship forward is on you and your behavior in the relationship. Also depends on the other person because it's 50-50 in that aspect. But ultimately, it falls on the way you behave and how you act. Sure, clean your room. Clean yourself up. Keep groomed. Look nice. Go to the gym. Do what you need to do. Be successful. Earn six figures, whatever. Whatever your version of success is, go do that. But you also have to understand the dynamic between man and woman. You have your place, she has her place. It's two different roles that comes together to be one and then you're functioning as a unit. It took me a long time to learn this and I had to learn this the hard way, but I've learned the lesson nonetheless. It's a two-person dance. If the other person doesn't want to dance, well, find another partner. Being jaded and emotionally sensitive is not the way to go. Yes, if you get your heart broken, cry. Do what you need to do to get over the heartbreak. But don't punish the next person you're going to date because somebody else broke your heart. That is a very childish and juvenile way to handle things. That's how kids handle things. When kids don't get their way, they throw a tantrum fit. They, they, they look to exact revenge. That's stupid. You're an adult. Act like one. If you don't get your way and you get your heart broken, so what? Pick up the pieces, clean yourself up, go do what you need to do, be successful, and find the next one. You guys can call me a simp, you can call me whatever the hell you want, but I'm telling you, and I'm spitting to you real game. This is real game. Learning how to interact with another person is real game. Learning how to approach females, how to build a relationship with a female is real game. Or a dude, or, a, you know, I mean, whatever your sexual preference is. Learning how to build a relationship with that individual is real game. You want to be hyper, uh, hypergamous or whatever? Go ahead. But I'm telling you, it's going to lead to a life of dissatisfaction and empty, uh, a lonely feeling, essentially. You're going to come home to an empty house. Yeah, you're going to have nice stuff. You have your big TV. You have your PS5 or whatever the latest version console is. You have your toys. But essentially, 
or eventually your toys is going to get bored of you or you're going to get bored of your toys and you're going to need a partner to want to do things. Sure, you can go to another country, visit another country, but I'm telling you, that loneliness feeling is going to linger. That void that you left in your heart is going to follow you. It doesn't matter where you go on this earth, it's going to follow you. Now, how do you deal with the heartbreak? You cry. You talk to your boys about it. You write in your journal. Cuss the air. Cuss the person out if you have to. Do whatever you need to do to get over it. Take care of yourself. First and foremost, take care of yourself. Take care of your mental state. Like I said, cry if you need to cry. Whatever you need to do to get over your feelings, go do it. Just don't harm nobody in the process. But eventually, you're going to get over it. That's what mature people do. They grow up. They accept their loss. They adjust. They adapt. They fix whatever needs to be fixed. And they move forward to the next one. And hopefully the next one is the best one. Because that's what you're supposed to do as an adult. A lot of, like I said, a lot of people have this idea that once you're in a relationship, that's your person. It's like, no, that's your partner. It's not a property. It's another person with you on the same journey. Hopefully you have the same goals. Hopefully you want the same things in life and you have the same values, the same moral system. You work with that individual to build a better life for you and that person. Again, we have a very childish view of what relationships are. We possess, we pos- we're very possessive. Person cheats on you. Oh, this person cheats on me. Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? You have two choices when that happens. Either stay or leave. If you get cheated on, you can either stay or you can leave. It doesn't matter your income level. It doesn't matter your status. It doesn't matter who you are. If you get cheated on or you cheat on the person, there's two outcomes. Stay or leave. If you stay, you work it out. If you leave, you move on to the next person and you leave that baggage with the last person. You don't carry that baggage to your next relationship because that's dumb. Why are you punishing somebody else for the mistakes of your past? That makes no sense. You're punishing somebody else for the mistakes of somebody else. Grow up. Stop having these juvenile, unrealistic views of relationships. It's not a fairy tale. Relationships require work and some semblance of personal sacrifice because it's not always going to be butterflies and rainbows. There's going to be days you look at your partner and you're going to be like, ugh, this person again. There's going to be days where this person pisses you off. There's going to be days where you want to leave. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. The question is, are those bad days enough to make you actually want to leave and break up with this person? If so, talk to the person like a human being. Like, hey, look, this is what's going on. I don't feel like I'm like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. You talk to the person like a human being because like I said, it takes two people to tangle. And if one person wants out, then that person has to tap out. But you explain your position like a mature person and you let the other person know what's going on. Communication is always key in a relationship. There's a reason why they forever say it. Because it's true. Communication is key. The fact that we don't know how to handle our emotions kind of scares me a little bit. Just a little. Not much. Because that's how we get all these problems in relationships. Because, like I said, we treat relationships like property. We treat the other person as if they're property. We don't treat them like human beings. The relationship is a social contract that two people enter in. That's it. It's like, hey, I like your vibe. Hey, you like my vibe. All right, let's kick it. That's a relationship. And you kick it as far as long as you want. Now, if you start treating the other person like shit, that's on you. And that person has a choice to either stay or leave. If they want to leave, it is not your decision for let them, uh, to force them to stay or anything like that. If they want to leave, you respect that decision. You try to work it out as best as you can. And if they're still adamant they want to leave, then let them be. There's seven point something billion people on this earth. You'll find another. Trust me, you will find another person. Be more mature in your thought process and your actions. 
This is not a toy. A, a relationship is not a toy. If you want to go out there and you want to be a player or you want to be promiscuous or whatever, be safe about it. Wear a condom. Because producing kids out of wedlock is your fault. It really is. Because you didn't practice the safety, you didn't take the safety measures needed or the safety precautions needed to prevent this from happening. Therefore, you have to deal with the consequences. Talk to the person. Whether you want to get an abortion or not, that's that's between the both of you. You have to start growing up here and start treating each other like human beings. Instead, we're out here in our feelings, acting like, you know, a bunch of immature children. Oh, she broke up with me. Oh, F her and her whole family. F her and this and that. Really? Like, what's what's that going to solve? Learn to handle your damn emotions. It's not going to solve anything to sit here and cuss people out and call people names. It's not going to fix anything. Also, you can't control another human being. You know, the nature of it, it's the nature of the beast. We have to have a more mature outlook on relationships. Right now, we have this toddler-esque kind of thing where it's like, it's my toy and nobody else can play with it kind of deal. I don't get that. Relationships don't function that way. To me, that's a toxic relationship when you're very possessive of each other. I don't know. That's just my thought on the whole matter. It's just that I'm seeing a lot of guys be jaded about certain things. It's like, who hurt you? Who hurt you? So, you know, my friend, like a couple friends on my timeline keep complaining about women and like the types of women and calling women narcissistic. It's like, listen here, bud. At some point, you have to realize you like narcissistic women. It's on you. This is what you're choosing. Once you understand that this is your choosing, then maybe you can make the change necessary to move on with life. But essentially, you're choosing. So if all the women you date are narcissistic, you need to ask yourself. Why am I only choosing narcissistic women? The type of person you date and the type of person you complain about solely reflects on you. Solely. That's it. If you find yourself complaining about the same types of people all the time, you're hand, you're hanging around the same types of people all the time. Or you're choosing the same types of people all the time. You need to acknowledge that. You need to rectify that. That's just my thought on that. I just wanted to get that out there because it's really frustrating to hear all these people complain and bitch and moan about breakups and, and it's all juvenile. It, it's really childish to, to hear a grown man tell another grown man, you need to nut up and shut up. It's like, what? What kind of advice is that? No, you help the man cure, get over his breakup. You console him as best as you can and you give him practical advice and help him on his merry way. Hopefully he takes your advice to heart, he makes the necessary change in his life, and he'll find the woman that he wants to be with. That's how it should work. Not, well, you need to focus on yourself, and you need to become a higher earning income, and then you can just have the pick of the litter. Like, I'm listening to all these guys give, like, MGTOW advices and red pill advices, and it's just like, none of you mofos are in relationships. Sure, you can go pick up women, anybody can go pick up women, but can you keep that woman? Are you the type of man she wants to be with as well? Because whether we want to believe it or not, being in a relationship, whether it be sexual, romantic, or platonic, takes two to tangle. It's 50-50. You have to want to, and she has to want to. Now, she just wants to have consensual sex and then be on her merry way? That's fine. Stop labeling her a hoe or a whore or loose or whatever. Because you're doing the exact same thing, bro. You're a whore. You're a loose man, too. So, like, knock it off with the double standards. I truly believe that we have double standards, and we have a very childish 
view on relationships, monogamy, and platonic relationships all in general. Grow up. Anyways, I'm Vladimir Jean-Philippe. This is guys at Roundtable. I really appreciate you guys listening to me talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up on the emails at guys at roundtable.gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at gotrpodcast.com. Like, share, and comment on this on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys at a roundtable. As always, Vlad loves y'all and peace.